What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, All Things Geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Burnett. Dew. Chuck Nally. Hello. E3 is finally over. Mercy I think. I didn't watch the award show, so I don't know. I did. Who won stuff? Uh, Xbox. Sounds about right. Uh, they just named best presentation, which was Xbox, and they named most anticipated overall game, which was really shocking, but it was Forza Horizon 5. Uh, what? <laughs> Trey, Trey voted 560,000 times. Mike, it was all industry, but I think that's, they call it most anticipated, but I'm pretty sure they just named it as, like, the best overall game that they saw, like, from just what they saw. Because no one's getting to see it on the show floor. They just saw trailers, and it had, like, a 15-minute in-depth pretty-ass trailer. It did have, a ten, like, yeah, a 10-minute breakdown and everything, so. Yeah, and then they did individual most anticipated against what they said, but I think just best game or trailer from every single conference, like, even, like, the small-ass ones. And I guess Forza being the overall thing meant that they couldn't win Xbox because Halo won the Xbox one. And uh, Nintendo was Breath of the Wild. And I don't remember the rest because whatever. Um, but we're here. Clearly Yay. not the same format because we are recording over the magic of the internet. Because uh, I don't want to drive again. And uh, we've now seen the rest of the conferences. We're here to talk about the last big one we hadn't seen. And that is one Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, we never know what we're going to get on Nintendo. and we've We just, usually know. We've learned to expect the worst. Um. Hey, listen, um, people wanted, that were, like, fans of Nintendo, wanted to, like, date. Could we make an app called Nintendo? Yes, and Nintendo would sue us into oblivion. (laughs) Were they threatening to sue, like, streamers or whatever? No, people people misinterpreted that message. Nobody got taken down. Basically, what Nintendo of Japan tweeted was, just don't like mirror stream our show it had nothing to do with like reactions or anything like that but they tweeted basically unless you you were the mario maker level what's that (laughs) not help you if you post a mario maker level no i mean again they're fine with that stuff my point they didn't used to be there for a while they were major assholes about that yeah They've gotten slightly better. No, I don't think anybody else sent a message like that, so it's just on brand. Um, So, this, like a lot of things, this conference seemed very divisive for a lot of people. A lot of people fucking hated it. A lot of people, like, over-the-top love it. Upon, like, thinking about it, I think it was all right. It was pretty good. I think they did what they needed to do. It doesn't speak to me personally on most levels. Um, but I thought they did a good job of filling out their year. They have a lot of stuff coming, even though it's a lot of like remakes and ports and stuff like that. That's okay. That Nintendo does that. And that's why I don't, they're probably my third most 
played console, but they also put out awesome first party titles and one day we'll get those. One day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like super bipolar about this conference in general. I feel like it's like from talking to my brother, I am downplaying how good it was because it's not at the level he's saying it was. But if I'm talking to like people in our group, I kind of feel more positive about it. And I'm like somewhere in the middle. Um, there was like two or three things that I thought were really cool. I don't think so many things are as bad as some people are saying, but the initial reaction to it and certain aspects of it bothered me um, just because of, you know, what I was hoping to see or what I was wanting to see. But overall, I do think it was a generally good conference. I just need to come to the realization that I am a lapsed Nintendo fan and really just a giant Zelda fan. And I like a few of their other titles, but overall their games don't speak to me anywhere near as much. I haven't bought a game aside from Hades, which wasn't a Nintendo game. I haven't bought a game on my Switch, I think, since Link's Awakening in 2019. It's been a long time for me. Uh, yeah, oh I, my god, Super Monkey Ball! It's back! Kind of. I bought uh, Hyrule Warriors last year and played like eight hours, and that's about it. Outside of Hades, of course, but we're talking about Nintendo games. Also, release Card Sharks, you freaking cowards. I don't think that's them. It's exclusive to them, but yeah, they're not making it. <laughs> so I don't think they're in control of that. Dude, fuck that. They hold games all the time. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's go through the conference and just we'll talk about things as needed. Uh, my first note is just fuck Smash Brothers. I like that game a lot, but I'm so I hate it because of the amount of time it gets in every single Nintendo thing. It will always pay. Do you have to pay for those extra characters? Yes, there's a season pass and and individual (laughs) purchases. That's bullshit. Um, They only have one left and they're saying that is the last DLC character ever for Smash Ultimate. Yeah, they uh. Uh, I, everybody was really expecting them to announce both characters, and they only announced one, so there's still one to go. And the hopes of it being both Crash Bandicoot and Rayman are out the door because it's some fucky fuck fuck from fucking Tekken. Uh, what is it? it it's Kazuya. Kazuya, I think. Bless you. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Tekken is fine. I don't need Tekken characters or Street Fighter characters or other things in fucking Smash. I just don't. No, you need Wallace Scott. What's that? You need Waluigi. Waluigi would be, I don't know, smart because he's a character that people love that gets no love by Nintendo or Rayman or Crash Bandicoot or any of the other mascots that exist out there. Is Spyro on there? No, Spyro would work. Mascots. It's a mascot fighter. It is not a fighting game. In that sense. Uh, Then they showed Life is Strange. They had a different looking trailer, but it was the same game. Um... Gardens of the Galaxy, which I did read up, is totally running it's off. Cloud. It's cloud-based, yeah. they can't. I was like, surely this system can't run that. I mean, that's how they ran Control, and apparently their cloud stuff works well. Um, you know what it doesn't work well on? Doom. Yeah, I don't know. Doom runs like ass. I haven't met. Uh, there's a new Worms game, because that'll never stop. Well, that game is actually old as well it came out on like ps plus like midway through last year of course it did um astria ascending i don't even remember what that was sure 
two-point campus at like the ninth conference of E3. I didn't see it in any of the other ones, but it's another building sim, which those games can be fun, but usually they're fun when I can do roller coasters and not campuses. Uh, Monkey Ball Banana Banana Mania. Coming up. Uh, just a collection of all the monkey balls. Uh, which, uh, the, the first three monkey ball games. Um, sure. Those games are great, and it looked like the actual updated version of them looked good. Like, I mean... They showed some old footage, but I think people didn't quite realize it looked like the last bits of footage were the updated version. They did that with um, another game we'll talk about here in a minute, but it, they weren't presented well to show that they were remakes of any sort. Um, unless I'm just misinterpreting the footage myself, I wish they were clearer about that. Yeah, that's coming October 5th. I mean, it's whatever. I was actually surprised Monkey Ball is only 20 years old. I feel like that franchise has been out forever. I mean, I think the first one was on the Dreamcast, so... Dreamcast, yeah. Sega Dreamcast. Did you uh-huh. hear me that entire time? I don't know. Yeah, I heard you. Your screen froze, but okay. we could hear you fine. It was fine. Um, and then one, I, it's a cool announcement, but I, they, it's just so weird. Um, Mario Party Superstars is announced. Um, it's coming October 29th. Um, it's a collection of five game boards from Mario Party one through three, completely like redone like remastered like remade looking good um cool like mario party hasn't been good for like a decade anyways the last one was kind of a fucking disaster but a lot of people bought it and they just gave online support to it and then they're going to release this with online support why is this not an add-on to that game i feel it should be for the people that paid 60 dollars for a shitty game for years it's like only, it's only five boards from what I can understand. It's only 100 mini games. That's an easy update to be able to do and would give value to the game that you're supporting well into its life cycle more than other games get support through. If it was the, if it was the, like the new quote unquote new Mario Party and this and now online's on and supposedly it's one of the better running games on Nintendo online, which kind of sucks. I might actually buy it. I love Mario Party, and old school Mario Party is the best Mario Party because there's no gimmicky crap. It's just fun, like little mini games. And but this is, like I said, a collection of five boards, and it's from Nintendo 64. And it's this game is sixty dollars. Yeah, um, that one I don't understand. I understand the other game that y'all are upset about the price on. I don't get this one. It's $60, and I have zero belief that they'll continue to release, like, one or two of the classic maps a year on here. They did say we get future support, didn't they? Or was that a different game? I don't think that was this game. Oh, it was Mario Golf. Yes. Now, they 100% did say that for Mario Golf. They did not say it for this. I I just That's not $60 for me, man. Five boards? No. On 100 games? No. No. That I've played before. I don't know. Uh, if that's your thing, October 29th. I mean, I would like that to be my thing. It's just, if that was $30 even, I'd, I'd buy that. But At $30, if it were a physical game and not built into the existing, it would be stupid. Yeah, I agree. But That's a worthwhile, I mean, DLC cost, in my opinion, for five boards, which would be probably more than 50% of what came in the original. Yeah. Uh, then one of the two big ones for them, uh, they came on, they acknowledged, they actually said Metroid, uh, 
Prime 4, but to say, hey, we're working on it, but you're not going to see it, which we, the three of us all were very expectant that we were not going to see that game. We were hopeful, but expectant, and definitely that it was not coming out this year. <laughs> um, I thought there was an outside chance we would get a very brief treatment on it, but certainly not coming out this year. That game's not coming out for the next, like, three years. At least we'll see. It could be next year, but if so, it would be a very late title. It's not coming out next year. I would bet a lot of money that it's not coming out next year. Yeah, but you have a gambling problem, so... But I win. (laughs) I only make bets that I'm extremely confident I will win on. Yeah, but eventually that luck runs out, sir. Just won't be with me. It's not luck. Yeah, it's... I have a problem of having friends that just agree to dumb bets. <laughs> Not anymore, sir. Uh, no, I still got Boone around. I still got Boone. <laughs> um, so uh, they acknowledge Metroid Prime 4. Then they acknowledge that it's not coming anytime soon. Uh, but then they decided to make a good decision that should have happened a decade ago and announced that Metroid, uh, a 2d Metroid Metroid five, uh, originally known and still known as Metroid dread is still alive. And not only that it's done and will be out in October. Um, this is pretty cool. I'm not a massive Metroid fan, but this is pretty cool. Um, I love Metroidvania style games. Um, Metroid dread was never officially confirmed by Nintendo. It was rumored in the GameCube days of 2004 as this in-production 2D Metroid game outside of Prime, everything else that was leaked or supposed to have come out and never, ever saw the light of day. And people had asked for it for years and years and years, assuming it was real. It was like the pie in the sky prediction forever for every conference they've done pretty much since uh, 2004 until a couple years ago when people stopped. And the fact that they now made it a real thing, I think is cool. I think this game looks fantastic. I'm very into it. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it, too. I, I will say that um, one thing that Nintendo kind of has a problem with, Freeman has no idea what Metroid is. Yeah, they like, haven't <laughs> had a game since Metroid Prime 3. Like, I mean, they I had know, Other M, but we don't talk about that. Yeah, that's, and I mean, that's a problem. Um turns a few years ago on uh on a uh, one of like ds or something yeah but they've never given it a full push and they haven't given a full-fledged game in 15 years almost more than 15 years because i mean oh this I think, is for 2d I think prime 15 years well, yeah but i think prime 3 it was on the wii like so i'm pretty sure it was 2006 maybe 2007 so we're getting close to 15 years even since the 3d prime has come out like that's a long ass time. I don't expect this for game a flagship out. franchise. Yeah, it's uh, to me it's inexcusable. I don't think this game's going to sell that well. Well, that's the problem is Metroid. It's a flagship franchise to hardcore Nintendo fans and to, to gaming historians. It is not seen as a flagship flagship for them because they haven't been able to capitalize on it. It's never sold well. Even the Prime trilogy doesn't sell sell extremely well. But they want to keep making those games. For some audience and developers like Retro Studios wanted to make them, so they did it. But did did you guys watch the Treehouse footage of this game being played? No, I didn't catch any of the Treehouse uh, stuff. 
It looks good. I mean, it's not a bad-looking game, and I'm totally going to buy this. It'll be the only Nintendo game I play this fall, and that's not out of spite. It's just, I mean, they just it's the only thing that speaks to me at all. It looks good. It doesn't look, like, I feel like Metroidvania has become a resurgent thing, and, like, I just don't even know if it even looks as good as uh, Metroidvania games that aren't Metroid or Castlevania now. Like, I mean, and it, I mean, I'm not expecting any Switch game to overwhelm me with you know graphical fidelity or anything i think it looks really good for a metroidvania game but it's not graphical stuff it just doesn't have it doesn't pop it just doesn't look like it's the same type of fluidity i don't know it doesn't look bad the movement was fast it looked good just the fluidness of it there's a weird gun that changes your perspective from like 2d to like this weird 3d over the shoulder thing for i I hate it they did something like that for other m um i don't like that i don't necessarily love the style of it they did release a full press thing on what this is that this is part this is metroid 5 this is a true successor to metroid fusion uh with four and this actually completes the story that started with the original metroid uh and on the nes yeah they've said it's the fit the Final in a five-part series that they never said was going to be a five-part series. They might. Um, we're coming up on the 14th anniversary of Metroid Prime 3. It was 2007, August. You might want to, like, release a link to a wiki so people can know the story <laughs> that they're picking up well, on. I mean, the thing is, is, out, like, outside of the Prime games, story hasn't been a massive part of this game. It's always been told through gameplay. I know. I'm just talking about the way that they phrase that. Uh, it's not that big a deal. I don't know how much I like the stick of the game. Like, the robots, there's a robot in each level, and he's basically indestructible, at least till you get to the end of the level. And it's just you you have to run and, like, figure out ways to hide and avoid him throughout the whole level while fighting other enemies. I think that could be cool still. Like, I mean, you get stuff like Alien Isolation was kind of like that to an extent. It was just one enemy chasing you. That's fair. I hate that game. That's why Alien Isolation is great. I wish I wasn't so much of a video game pussy to be able to play it and beat it. Uh, movies don't scare me, but that game terrified me. I remember getting onto some sort of elevator or some sort of like transport metro system or whatever and turning around right as I got through the door and the alien was literally full speed running at me and killed me. And I turned the game off and never went back to it because I was too scared. Oh boy. But the, but the difference is Alien Isolation doesn't have, like, a bunch of other enemies to kill while you're trying to hide from the main alien. It's true. I, I like that aspect. I don't know. I, I think that idea is cool to me. I think if it's executed well, it'll be fine. I just have a, some worries. <clears throat> I am happy. When, when's for, the last Castlevania game? Um, 2014? 13? No, I think there was one more recent than that. Well, Bloodstained was basically one two years ago, but it, I mean, not an official Castlevania game. But that game was 100% Castlevania. Wasn't I mean, Sin- the Lords of Shadow games came out in 2014 and 2013. When was Symphony of the Night or whatever it was? Oh, Symphony of the Night was PS1. Yeah, I knew it was a while ago, but I just didn't know when it was. That's the, like the last one that like everybody screamed about, I feel like. Yeah, let's see. But anyways, yeah. six or seven years for sure. I mean, obviously, Konami's just not making games anymore. So 
I'm happy for the Rob Barnett's of the world that got this. Like, any time he loves Metroid, so I mean, I'm not ever going to be gushing with this. This just isn't as big a deal to the gaming as a whole. Uh, I I hope I'm glad for the diehards that will get it, and I hope I enjoy it. Um, and it was a cool announcement for sure. Um, which they immediately brought back down with a more just dance. Yeah, yeah, Joy Con. <laughs> Joy-Con drift with dance, yeah. Um, because cruising franchise is still alive somehow. Cruising. Yeah, I mean that looked fine. It it that game looked very much like Excite Truck from the Wii era. Yeah, it did. Um, which Excite Truck was a great launch game for the Wii. I had a lot of fun with friends with it. Um, I don't know that I need a cruising game now. Um, it looked awful, but if it's fun, I don't care, but also don't, please don't be like $40 for that game. That'll be 60. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there was the Dragon Ball Z RPG, uh, port in that game's not new. Uh, yeah, they went into Mario Golf, which is out in a couple weeks. Um, just the different modes. Uh, said there'd be continuing support on that, which that's good. Um, I think if like you guys all had that, I would buy it because that'd be fun to play. But if I bought it, it's mainly going to be me playing for like a week. Then be like, all right, I'm sick of this. And then yep, there is basically zero chance I buy Mario Golf. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter Stories 2, we saw again. We saw it at another conference. That I probably will buy. I, I am intrigued by that. I don't want to do regular Monster Hunter, so a story-based game in that world, I think I could really dig. Okay, that's cool. Um, WarioWare, get it together. Uh, WarioWare's back. Um, cool, people love WarioWare. I'm not real sure why. It's never been my series, and it's weird hearing Wario talk full, like speak full sentences. Like, it kind of made me realize that maybe I don't want a fully voiced, like, Mario game. Like, that voice shouldn't be, like, giving breakdowns of, like, the way the game works and stuff like that. It just felt awkward. He normally just goes, wah, and laughs at people. Wah. Yeah. I uh, like fully voiced Zelda. I don't need Mario running around being like, quarter princess Peach. I don't need that shit. That game just doesn't look like, even if I can now play with a friend, which is weird you couldn't do that already is uh it's a 60 dollars game for like quirky little mini games that's fine if you can get that that's fine and a lot of people will pay that out of nostalgia and i think kids will really enjoy that game again i can acknowledge that's a cool announcement that warrior wears back it's just not again not something for me i like uh, warrior War. you like I it like, and i'll probably buy mario golf too freeman yeah yeah, and again, that's for kids and like hardcore Nintendo like nostalgia fans. This was for if you were a Game Boy Advance fan, this conference was great. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, a lot of this stuff hasn't been seen since that time. Um, speaking of not speaking to me, but a big title, Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming out November twelfth. They showed that off. That game looks like absolute garbage. Not just the like the gameplay. That that game is fine. Yes, we are. Um, I didn't see the notification or anything. That game graphically looks like a GameCube game. 
I do not think it looks that bad. Uh, this series is not for me either, but people love the Shin Mega games. And um, I don't think it, like, the backgrounds are a little bland. I don't think the characters look that bad. I think it's a stylistic choice. I think it looks perfectly fine. Do you? I watched it again. Just at it. I was like, am I wrong? I think it looks really bad. Yeah, I think you're blowing a little bit out of proportion in terms of the graphic fidelity. Like, I mean, it looks like a Switch game to me. Maybe on, like, the middle tier of Switch games and how they can look. Like, it doesn't look anywhere near, like, four generations old or anything. Which, Which, look, I'm capable of that hyperbole as well. I think that Final Fantasy Origins looks like a PS2 game, but obviously it doesn't. I mean, it kind of does. It's just murky (laughs) like a PS2 fucking game. Switch in general, if you're not even a great-looking Switch game, an average-looking Switch game is bad graphically now. The Switch is hilariously underpowered considering where we're at in the console space now. And I think... But Switch Pro is coming, guaranteed to be announced before E3. Uh, guaranteed. There's a lot of reports that that is, it is in fact done, but because of the chip shortage, there was no reason to push it. And if they, they also want hardware to beside it and Zelda wasn't done. So there's no reason for them to push it because no game coming out this year has to have a switch pro. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I, if, if it were required to get the best version of Zelda, I would 100% buy a switch pro. I think I think it's gonna have to. I I don't think the new new Zelda will quote unquote run on your Switch now, but I think it will run like ass. If you think back, Breath of the Wild had to get several updates because as amazing as that game is, it had some serious frame rate issues. Like it, the opening game for Switch pushed the Switch about as hard as it could go. <laughs> um, I don't. The Switch is just very outdated. The Switch was less powerful than the Xbox One and PS4 base versions when it came out, and now we got pro versions of those two, and now we're on to next gen. I mean, it needs an upgrade. Uh, that's not me bashing Nintendo. Graphics aren't everything, but it's just behind. It's going to get no third-party support until they fix that. I would be very intrigued. I would like to live in a world in which the next Nintendo game or console does not have a gimmick, and me too. Tries to push power. Me too. I would love that. I actually made that prediction, and I was dead wrong. But I love. I like the Switch. I like what it does. But I would love to see them go back in and just be like, "Here's a fucking beefy console. Let's go to let's go to work. We have all of our first party bangers, and we can play all your third party stuff just as good, if not better, than what your other stuff is." It I, sucks because the last time I did that, in my opinion, was a great console that just didn't sell well. It was the GameCube. GameCube was. More powerful than the PS2. They made the stupid decision of micro discs. I don't I know why. that, man. But the GameCube, I thought, was a great console and had a lot of great games. And that controller sucks. That it controller sucks. is wonderful, but sucks. Um, the, C the only thing I don't like is Josh. the way they do their analog con- or their analog triggers. But the rest of that controller, I think, felt great. Uh. A thing that people got excited for that I don't know how to dang a rampica or something like that. I don't know. Dang on rampa, man. That's an that's a big series. Gang bang rump stomp. Yep. Dang cool. on rampa. That's what I said. Uh then they uh Fatal Frame made in the Black Water, which they kind of presented as a new game because nobody played it because that's a Wii U game. Uh 
they have oh, Fatal shit, Frame new, 5, I think. That's not a new Fatal Frame? No, no. it's Fatal Frame 5. Oh, they fooled me. See, that's got a, him. This that's, guy. That's a Wii U game, man. Just no one played Wii U. Fatal Frame that is was the, all the weirdest series ever. Like, those games actually look, like, fidelity-wise, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who like them love them, but it's not anywhere near mainstream enough to really take off. I agree. Why didn't I, anybody make a new Eternal Darkness? They were going to. Uh, there was that Kickstarter for that other game. because De- Basically because Dennis Dyack is a fucking swindler. He is a cheapskate and a ripoff and a problematic ass person and he's the guy who was in charge of silicon knights and two human was an absolute disaster and nobody will trust him with any money anymore there was a kickstarter like seven years ago of a game that was very much the spiritual successor to eternal darkness which was a fantastic gamecube game and it it failed on two different platforms to get funding why don't they why don't they port eternal darkness I would love to. I don't know if they don't own the rights because basically Silicon Knights blew up when X-Men Destiny um, came out and was an absolute fucking shit show. Um, and I don't know that they own the rights to Eternal Darkness anymore. I wish they would. I would play the shit out of that game. Somebody can buy the rights if they have money. I don't know that they could really fool me with the old school yellow volume turn up or down on my screen for that insanity effect anymore, but they can come up with new ways. It was cool, man. God, that game was great. That bathtub scene is still the most terrifying thing in video games. Awful. Um, Doom Eternal DLC showed up. Uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 uh, finally come to Switch. Looking like the non-remastered remake. Yeah, that looked like hot, buttery garbage. I love that game, but man, it looked rough. I want to buy it, it just like so a, they give me Tony Hawk 3. It looked like a cell phone game, man. It looked bad. <laughs> really fucking awful. Uh, Strange Brigade for like the 1,000th time. I don't um, ever recall seeing that before. I thought that looked kind of fun. Strange Brigade? Oh, yeah. man. There's so many versions of Strange Brigade. Um, I mean, it's cool. It, that, that game doesn't look bad. It's just, it, it's been around. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, uh, the new one shown again with same thing, basically same stuff we saw at Ubi. Um, I was very thankful they didn't deep dive on that game. I was worried they were gonna. Me too. It was Ubi's and that's why they ruined it for Ubi that morning. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. We don't care about your rabbits. We just want to sell our games. No, uh, fuck you guys. Advance Wars, which is a remake of Advance Wars 1 and 2. Yeah, Advance uh, Wars. Again, yeah. a game, advanced game. Um, cool. Yeah, I, cool. I played you a show little, respect, you bitch. I played a Pe- little bit of it. People have been asking for Advance Wars for roughly 15 years. So many- I look, listen, I look on my cell phone... Once a month for a game that's similar to Advance Wars, and none of them are any good, if any at all. So I am stoked for this. I am too. But you liar! I I'm looking at your face. I won't buy for sixty dollars. I just won't. It's a remake of a Game Boy Advance game. That's not sixty dollars. Two Game Boy Advance games. It is two games. Um, <laughs> I like the way this looks, and I am actually probably going to buy it. It's probably the next Switch game I buy, unless oh no, Metroid Prime does come out. First, I think, but Woo, I'm going to buy both those games too, Josh. Yeah, look at that. Nintendo got four game sales this year, bitch. Four. 
Woo! Maybe five from a free-for-all team, because I think you're going to buy Metroid. Me? That's more Switch purchases than they've gotten from us in five years. Listen, just make a bet with Josh uh, that he'll lose on something about a release date, and he'll buy you Metroid Metroid Horizon <laughs> guaranteed to come out in 2021. 2020, <laughs> damn it. No, it is 2021. Yeah, that year. This year. Man, that was a shit show. Um, no, I believe you now. I think that they're still going to ha- struggle to get it out, but I think they really want to now. <laughs> also, in case you were wondering if pepsi sugar free featuring mango flavoring works with whiskey as a mixer not as much but it's still better than just drinking it straight that shit is garbage i told you what whiskey are you drinking oh no the whiskey is good it's chattanooga whiskey oh you're mixing that with something i needed to try it i'm now i'm just drinking it straight but i needed to try it first i had a can of that shit open and i didn't know what to do with it chuck you don't mix Good whiskey with stuff. I understand that. But again, I had to Do find you? a way to get rid of the half can of garbage water that I had. Pour it down the drain. I yep. spent money on that shit. Feed care. it to that Dachshund that is annoying you so it can like get some sort of colon cancer. That's fair. Uh, we got a Zelda block to end the show. Um and it says a lot about Nintendo. This big volume shows. We were legit worried. I was like, they said segment. But we still had to worry that they were not going to show Breath of the Wild 2. They had to get through three different parts of that segment before they showed 90 seconds of Breath of the Wild 2. Man, so we saw, I was going to call, like, Suicide Watch for you guys. Mm-hmm. I, it would have been needed. Uh, so, <laughs> Hyrule Warriors DLC, that's fine. Uh, a quick reminder that Skyward Sword's coming out I'm more excited month. for that now. But, I, I I still think they should have made a ground up remake. Although maybe they did. Um, <laughs> and uh, a Zelda Game and Watch coming November twelfth. That's got the original two Zeldas and a link to the past. Fuck those. <laughs> fuck that thing and fuck them for releasing it. I might actually get it. I wouldn't play it, but I think it'd be a cool item to own. They're incredibly notoriously hard to buy because their supply runs are super low. And I think the way that they're treating the 35th anniversary of their second biggest franchise is a fucking laughable excuse for a celebration. Hey, do you guys remember the play date? Yep. I'm on there, nope. like, do you see that? I'm on oh, their, yeah, that thing with the crank? Yeah, I'm on their yeah. uh, their email list, and I'm, think, I'm, I'm probably going to get one. I think you <laughs> get two games per month now, or per week or whatever. They upgraded it from one. 180 bucks dude okay i'm also on the atari uh email list for the remake <laughs> console they're doing there there are two ataris that you could buy one that's regular and one pro evan do you know how much they are no guess 400 dollars for the regular the pro is 500 that's crazy isn't the pro the wood grain one fucking atari yes and it comes with a like a like a, a switch pro style controller and a uh, that's wireless and then a wireless joystick but i mean for fuck's sake five hundred dollars so there's yeah it's crazy it's a so story there's some thinking that and some industry insiders that have good track record records think that there is a full 
remaster of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess ready for the Switch. Oh, shit. That they're not releasing because they like to put those things out like six to nine months before a new Zelda is going to come out. If they were going to do that, Skyward Sword needed to be the one that they brought out at that point in time and not one of those two games. Like We'll talk about it here in a second, but there's a very clear reason why Skyward Sword was the game that they're releasing this year. I don't buy into, although I would 100% buy both of those remakes if they are pushing the power of the Switch. Twilight Princess is my second, third favorite Zelda game. Um, I would absolutely play that game again. Why aren't but, they like remastering these in order? I don't know. Because yeah. Anyways, there like, is no Jeff need to. Grubb, There's no timeline. <laughs> Jeff Grubb, or there is a timeline, but it's all fucky. Jeff Grubb confirmed that he was like, they have a finished uh, Prime Trilogy like done. They're just holding it for until it's anywhere close to being out before uh, Prime 4 comes out. <laughs> Um, because Nintendo does that, they like to they'll finish something and hang on to it for years until they feel it's the right time, and that's whatever. But finally, they did end with Breath of the Wild 2. Um, and I absolutely fucking love everything we saw. We'll talk about that in a second. Slight disappointments, no name yet, which they did say today that they have a finished title, they're just not ready to release it yet because it is, I guess, spoilery for what type of game it is. And um, it's 2022, and then their wording seems like 2022 at best. <laughs> uh, that game's coming in March 2023. It's possible. I really think that's probably true. It, uh, if it uh, is in March 2023, then it won't just be a Switch Pro. It'll be a new console cross-generational game. If there's a Switch Pro coming and it's not ready yet... If there's not a Switch Pro in 2021, then we're not getting a new console in 2023 if the Switch Pro is even real, which by all accounts, it is real. Yeah, but I just don't, I mean, I can't foresee the Switch is not, even with a Pro model, the Switch is not a six-year life cycle console. It well, just neither isn't. was Wii, and how long did the Wii go? The and Wii went from... 2005 to 2000 or 2006 rather to 2013 i think it went on notoriously too long for what it was yeah i just don't think they do that again with the switch uh, nintendo decisions man uh we'll see either way this trailer was fucking amazing i don't it sucks that it was 90 seconds long but it's awesome and i have a million theories Man, yeah, the theories are running wild, and I'm here for it. I am really enjoy it. I really just want to listen to podcasts about Zelda theories because I love Zelda lore. That's great. The game looks as gorgeous as it can. Uh, we open up. It's got the Skyward Sword, like him falling from the sky. Uh, it's a different-looking Link with longer hair. He has what looks to be like a machine arm or something. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's, I'm, there's some suspicious looking things like kind of like Minna had from the Twilight Realm. Yep. Uh, there's clearly. Um, God, what is it called? Zotai or Zolai technology? Yeah, they're clearly going to be doing something with time. Sheikah. Uh, the it? music. It's not that, Sheikah. No, That's what yeah. everybody's been saying. Zonai. Zonai Zon technology. Yeah, it's Zonai. It's like the lost. 
uh, tribe that was talked about in the lore from Breath of the Wild, but we didn't see. The Sheikah Eye does exist in a lot of that stuff, but the Zonai are also, it's the Midna, like it's Twilight Princess heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you look at the way that her helmet looks and a few other things, like it's, it's similar to a lot of the stuff you see in this trailer. Um, so what I want with this game, like there's rumors and people thinking that the Skylink is actually like past Ganon stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Skyward Sword remains the earliest game in the timeline. Yeah, the first it, time the Master Sword was created, Demise was the villain in that game. It was well before Ganon or Ganondorf ever existed. So there's thought that this is the first iteration of Ganon that we're playing as in the Sky stuff. Um, I want, personally, I want the Sky stuff to be Link searching for pieces of the Triforce. I want ground stuff being like Link searching for and doing stuff in like the tribal towns. So the dungeons up top tribal and stuff like that in the, in the middle. And then on the bottom, I think there's underground stuff. And I think those are Zelda playable areas. Like she ends up uncovering some sort of ancient technology, Zonai technology or whatever that helps actually fulfill this quest. I think it's going to be something akin to that. Um, I don't know. They clearly they're playing with time. The music that sounds like, creepy and cool is literally just the breath of the wild theme being ran backwards it uh, always is you saw um uh you saw him the little raindrop him like going up and morphing through a thing and that was playing and then not just that like the powers that they showed they used to have from the sheikah slate that your arm's doing now all of that was playing with time i think there's going to be a time reversal mechanic something that, along those lines which i mean i get so, I'm trying to remember, but the Time Temple... Let me look this up. You can go ahead and speak, sorry. It's fine. It's just, uh, it was a cool trailer, and it clearly was a intriguing thing that got did its job in getting theories running wild, which keeps the diehards happy until we get more news, which I think will be a year away when we first hear about this game again. I think we'll hear the title for this game at next year's E3. Um, and then they'll announce it for fall, and then they'll delay it until March. That's just kind of how I feel it's going to happen. And I'm okay with that. It's Zelda, and if it's an amazing-ass Zelda game, I don't give a shit. I, it'll come out when it's ready, and that's I'll be impatient, but when it comes out, I'll be damn happy as long as it's made well. Breath of the Wild was worth every second of the wait. So, I don't know. I'm happy uh, with that, but... It was a great end to a conference that, I mean, gave hope, but again, highlighted the problem of there's still all of the ridiculous amount of big guns that Nintendo has. And I get uh, we're coming out of COVID, but no one else has gotten a break for that, it seems. But because they're Nintendo, they are. 2019 had a small resurgence. 2017 was one of the greatest Nintendo years ever. 2018 sucked. 19 was solid. It had a lot of good games. And 2020 was inexcusably bad. And you can say pandemic, but games would have been being worked on long before then for them to come out in 2020. Yeah. Uh, it's Nintendo gets a lot of passes on a lot of other companies wouldn't. And it gets old, man. Like, this was not a bad conference at all. 
It was highlighted by two major things and a lot of cool stuff for hardcore Nintendo fans or and a lot of stuff for kids, which is really what the Switch is for. And um, I was kind of laughing because R- Rob was super hyped and he was uh, on his video and shout out to him. And he has all this super happy for him. And he was talking about, he was like, oh, this conference was an A. This is clearly the best conference. I was like, but it, it clearly was not. But it was a good conference. I don't think you can say it's a bad conference at all. Um, but it was two single things, but I can acknowledge all these things that aren't necessarily for me still help make it a good conference. And I actually, there's an old post from him that popped up in a memory of previous E3s with him telling me the exact same thing, but it kind of goes against what he was saying about Xbox. I just thought that was funny. Uh, everybody gets hyped up in their own, when it's their own thing. Um, but I'm super happy for Rob and all the many Robs there are for metroid and i'm happy little rubs (laughs) mini rubs i'm happy for zelda but also at the same time a little disappointed um just because that game's not close uh can we talk about some of the glaring omissions from this conference that a lot of people were expecting or theorizing were going to be shown bayonetta 3 doesn't exist that game's just done um and it donkey kong no donkey kong we know a donkey kong game's being made i was really shocked it's not it wasn't shown um i don't understand but whatever the fuck genshin is genshin impact that's whatever for me i mean yeah there were some weird people People were expecting it yeah because there's supposedly a port coming it's a playstation game that was supposed to be coming to switch and i mean cool uh, I mean, the pro, we'll of course, no hardware, but I mean, you know, they did show a shit ton of games, which is good if they're not going to talk about hardware. But where are all your major French? <laughs> and that's great. We got Metroid, but uh, I don't know. And we got Zelda, but it'll be here in two years. It's just sure. I don't know. There was something else that I was thinking of that was pretty. Oh, Pokemon. There was no Pokemon this year. Pokemon very rarely shows up at E3. They do their own directs for that. Pokemon Company, notoriously, for some reason, doesn't work super closely with Nintendo, even though the ownership and rights of those characters are all tied up with each other. Um, They kind of do their own thing, and Nintendo lets them do their own thing. So, What would you guys give this conference letter grade that we've been doing? Uh, I will say... A C plus. I think there was a, a a hefty amount of bullshit in this conference, but um, I, I'm looking forward to Advance Wars and Dread. Even though Advance Wars, like you said, is a Game Boy game, if you're a Game Boy fan, you're going to love this conference, and it'll be a few letter grades up. But for me personally, even though I will probably buy more games from this e3 than previously previous e3s i'll I'll give it a c plus um if there were something between a c plus and a b minus this would be it like it's not quite in the b territory but it's not as bad as a c in my opinion like i don't i guess it would lean more on the c plus side just because the games didn't speak to me but if i'm looking at it objectively it's closer to a b minus there was a lot of stuff that speaks to a lot of nintendo's 
you know, core fans. For me, it's a B. It's a solid B minus. Even though I got very little for this out of me, if, trying to look at it objectively, they filled out their year. They do have a lot of games coming out by the end of the year. Now, yes, there's a lot of ports or old franchises that just aren't for me. But there's still games that will speak to people and their core audience of what they go for. Nintendo's not dumb; they're just fucking weird. Um, but it was a show that did what it needed to do for them. It kept their core people happy and then they threw out a big surprise and then one of their big boys in zelda um that that's a good conference even if it wasn't good for me um yeah so you know a c is average which is i think an average means you did what you needed to do and they did that and then out a surprise 2d metroid and a awesome zelda trailer that bumps you up to a b minus for me that's what did rob give it oh like a plus of course (laughs) Pretty much. That, that was to be expected, but it is what it is. I think There was he, a new TD, 2D Metroid game shown that had the name Dread on it, and they showed Zelda. It's an A+. Yeah. Um, so, And again, I'm happy for him. I don't think he could be quite objective about it when comparing it to other things, because he's also like super old man when it comes to like any CG trailer or anything like that. But that's fine. That's why he has a niche, and it's doing very well for him, because he kicks ass on YouTube, and he has a great video up. That's rule two review for anyone listening. You should go watch it. That's Josh's brother. And he- rule the number two review. With an of in the middle. Yeah, rule of two. <laughs> eh, if you type that in, it'll come up. Uh, probably. There's uh, other things named that same thing, so. Uh, Get out of here. Uh, it's a Star Wars reference. There's definitely other things. I know what it references, Josh. So real quick, um, what? Give me a couple of your top trailers you saw uh, for all of E3. What's the, what stands out for you? What was that uh, Microsoft uh, game where the stuffed animals were fighting each other? That that trailer was awesome. It was an amazing trailer. I watched the whole conference again in 4K last night just because I wanted to, and I was tired, and Jayla was asleep. And I, I just wanted to see everything in 4K on my TV, and, man, some of those games look real pretty. Um, replaced. Replaced. Replaced is top five. I agree. Like, if we were doing a list of games, like, what games did you not know about that got sold to you hard? Uh, or, like, I get what games got sold to you the most? Because Replace is up there. That was a great surprise. Party Animals was up there for me, for sure. They sold me that hard. Um, and Xbox got sold to me fairly hard. Xbox did an amazing wow. job. I mean, they sold their... They did exactly what they had to do. Like They, they showed 31 games, um, many of them exclusive, Many of them on a service that I pay $15 a month for that I, I wouldn't have to pay extra for. Um, it is harder and harder to say I don't need the console. Um, the streaming service is not where it needs to be for me to be able to fully take advantage the way I want. So if I end up playing those games, it will be on an actual console. So I'm wavering back and forth the games that i want to play are not out for a while so i don't have to buy one immediately and by the time i'm ready to buy one the stock will be available so um replaced is up there metroid dread is up there uh, if we're talking about just things that i hadn't seen before um red fall, yeah, red uh, yeah, fall. Red, you red, talking about the, the open world vampire yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Redfall just had a cool as shit trailer. Um, I hadn't known about Stalker before, but now that I know there is no That's friendship in the one. zone, I am buying that game three months after it comes out on Xbox on my PlayStation instead. Um, I'm 100% playing that game. That trailer was awesome. It got so it was fantastic. And I'm, I, I was sold on Forza because Forza is always fun when it's Horizon. I was going to say that too, man. I'm way more hyped for Forza Horizon 5 than I ever have been for Forza Horizon game. And I really like 3. Uh, it was good. Man, the Halo multiplayer trailer was a banger. Like, yeah, it was. It was a very good trailer. I still don't really have much excitement for the uh, single-player stuff, but I the do. multiplayer being free-to-play, I mean, obviously the other one would be on Game Pass, but the multiplayer being free-to-play, like, if I don't want to download the single-player, I can just play that multiplayer and hopefully enjoy. I want them to have a lot of classic maps as well as new ones. Like, I'm, I'm excited for the multiplayer in that game. And Battlefield, Battlefield 2042. That game looked awesome. I'm still not going to pay 70 bucks for a multiplayer title and when I know it's going to come to Game Pass one day. Um, but when it comes to Game Pass, I'm going to play some matches in that. It looked really good. Uh, I want Psychonauts 2. I want Far Cry 6. Like, all those games, man. I'm so excited this year. Shredders! El- Elden Ring. Riders Republic looked fun as balls. Riders Republic, always, but as far as a game I didn't know about that was previously announced, I am shredding the gnar in Shredders. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I'm telling you, I have a group, and it's just going to say, gnar? Yes, and then 100% I am sold on Elden Ring, which is a very big difference yeah. from Souls games in the past. I think that game looks fucking stellar. Yeah, that looked cool. Um, I, The Avatar game. Yeah. Look pretty cool, solid. Um, Apparently, it looked so good that it's what sold Disney on allowing Ubisoft to use Snowdrop to make a Star Wars game. Yep. When they went and saw it behind closed doors, they said, "This sells us on the vision of your game. Let's do it." I read that too. Um, I, not for you guys, and I'm not going to buy it because no one's going to play it with me. But I, I do think it'll be Game Pass eventually. They sold me pretty well in Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty excited for that game. Um, but I'm with Chuck. I'm a, I'm a thumbs down on that. I, I thought it was the, the quarantine trailer we saw two, three years ago was okay. Um, I thought this was did a very good job of selling me. I don't have the friends to play it like I would need to. Uh, Tori would play, um, but that's about it. Um, I'm much more still excited for uh, Back for Blood. I thought it had a really good showing. Um, it's also, did you guys see the Back for Blood like showcase that WB did? No, I skipped that. That game looks really good, man. And it they're doing some really smart things. If you are have four ple- people playing co-op and one person has bought DLC, you all have access to it. Oh shit. So, it's man, a Man, I love I love developers doing that now. Like just bringing people in. That's so cool. It's a super smart thing. Um, we don't know much about it, but I thought it was a cool trailer. Um, just the Get me excited to learn more about it. I thought Contraband was a cool thing they announced. Yeah. I'm always for, like, big budget new IPs. Um, Atomic Heart. A lot of people, like, didn't know about Atomic Heart. The world has forgotten that game has been around for a decade. Yep. It's so we crazy, We talked about man. that trailer so long ago, and everybody's like, what is this new first gameplay look? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is also, like, the first time they've ever shown, like, people outside of whoever you are yeah. so people are probably like what 
Yeah, but they uh, but don't remember the giant fucking like old school sci-fi monsters in like a theme park style and it robot looks- mannequins that you're fighting. Like I remember very vividly the the trailers we've seen for that game. It is 100% Fallout meets Bioshock in terms of style. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder who's going to play that. Yeah. Um um it's not a game I'll ever play. But they did a good job in making me semi-excited for Fallout 76 because expanding the, that from West Virginia to a new area, I think, is very cool. The Pit was a cool trailer, man. Man, what about uh, Sea of Thieves? Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Get, what a big get for them, man, partnering up with Disney. Who knows what they could lead to? But this that trailer looks super cool. That's I six think days my, away. My most hyped moment of all of E3 outside of my love of Zelda, because I was always going to be uh, like yeah, Zelda. I mean, Zelda's number one, let's be honest. Yeah, but my most hyped moment out of E3 was when uh, the uh, Top Gun Maverick expansion got shown. Oh, my God. <laughs> I flipped out, dude. I was like, oh, let's fucking go. I was like, I'm going to play this I shit. Can't, dude, I can't wait to play Flight Simulator, which is a Me sentence either. I never thought I'd ever say. Dude, it's I pre-downloaded just because it's it last the night. real world, Chuck. <laughs> Man, it was so cool. I I am very happy for that. Uh, what was that other game? Uh, oh, a Plague Tale uh, sequel. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Didn't know anything about that. Uh, Somerville. That game looked cool. Yes, yes, I am it very did. That was that. the that one with cool. the uh, kind of had the inside kind of vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I thought that I was like, are they sure this isn't Play Dead? Um. <laughs> I was excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that's that's the next thing out of my list. I, I that game could totally be terrible, but that it looked it looked good what they showed. It looked funny and I like the combat. I like that you're playing in as Star-Lord and you all your teammates are like basically combo moves. I like branching dialogue and endings. That's cool, yeah. man. I like and that. This I saw an option on one of the playthroughs where you could try to sell rocket to somebody. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, you can. I mean, that's yeah. So this is also the most I've been sold on uh, Life is Strange: True Colors. Oh, I, I was sold. <laughs> I've already bought that game. <laughs> I get it, and I love the first one. Didn't get into the second one at all, but I like the appeal the game of pass, this I'll character. What's that? If it comes to Game Pass, I'll check it out. No, you won't. Because I'm me. Yeah, will. I play everything on Game Pass. Listen, I play right on your parade. Chuck, listen. There's no friendship in the zone. It's a true story. <laughs> uh, Starfield, I mean, I can't go without saying that. I love the vibe of it. Um, I like, it was, I, we, you know, me and Josh talked about how, I mean, Bethesda Game Studios, graphic fidelity is not really their thing. I like the look of that game. I like that we've since found out it's next gen only. Um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for Starfield. I'm I'm stoked to see more of Starfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've liked every, I've liked everything they've said about it since then too. So um, is that Gollum game still coming out? At yes. some point, it got delayed the next year, and then no one's ever talked about it. So who's making? I wasn't it? I wasn't resold on this or anything. I was already going to buy it, but Diablo Two Resurrected looks fucking awesome. Well, one of your favorite games of all time. Shocking. You know, it's only top ten. I only put two thousand hours in. I can't it. wait to play Advance Wars. That's yeah, a good time Wars. for that fucking game. It was a weird E3, but they did their best. But overall, we got some 
damn good game announcements out. Oh, I'm excited for uh, Wonderlands too. I'm gonna play Wonderlands. Oh yeah. I am not. Yeah. I'm excited that Gearbox will probably never do another conference again. Man, they shouldn't. But do you really think Randy Randy Pittsburgh's probably like they fucking love me? My back and forth banter with Kevin Hart. Fuck you, The Rock. I'm his new best friend. Yeah. All right. Good E3 overall. Um, Xbox had an amazing show. Nintendo had a solid show with two really big spots. And, you know, at the, in the end, those big spots are what we remembered. Uh, some, the kickoff show had Elden Ring, which people are still talking about. Some really good stuff shown. Guardians of the Galaxy was a nice, like, surprise on what all it was doing. And, Lord, they went in-depth with it. But, you know. Maybe consolidate the number of conferences next year. Um, I agree. We don't need the wholesome game stream. As, as nice as it is to see that, like, it's not necessary. We don't need Square. I mean, Square Enix really didn't need a conference. They could have put that in other places. And, again, I think if Sony had existed at the C3, they wouldn't have done a conference. I agree. Um it basically needs to be Microsoft, Nintendo, Ubisoft, and I guess maybe Square if they have enough content. They will next year. I'm confident. We're going to get Tomb Raider and Nier. That's all it needs. And hopefully two Final Fantasies. Uh, hey, that demo's finally working. Yeah, no thanks. And people are well, saying it is- it's like bland as fuck looking, but that, that supposedly the combat's fun. It is so weird to try to get onto those summer games demos for Xbox. Just have a page. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a horrible layout. What I ended up doing last night, Chuck, look up online a list of the games and then just search in the store and the demo will pop up. Because I downloaded and played Tunic last night and I'm really glad I did, but it was at first hard as fuck to find. Yeah, it's all like that. I I did the same thing. I I found a webpage that had a list of like all... It's like 40 games. It is. It's exactly 40. Um, but I'm like, last year or the last time they did this, they had a page that you could go to and just check them out. But it's, it's not super, like that this year. It's super weird they don't. I looked everywhere to try and find said page before I finally just looked up my own list. Because all I cared about, I wanted to play Tunic. That's all I, I've wanted to play games. Is it like, any good? Yeah, it is. Cool. Uh, well, do you like old school Zelda? Yeah. It, it's, it is, it should be sued because it is old school Zelda. I like Zelda a lot more before I met you two. <laughs> well, that's that, your own dumb fault, you moron. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. By the way, come, come help hang drapes real quick. <laughs> no, I've been yeah. drinking too much. That will do it for us, folks. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, stay tuned. More content coming up. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking more movies and TV here soon. To be talking about some games we're playing. We haven't talked about Ratchet yet. Uh, we've got a candy bar uh, taste test coming soon. So, a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. Make sure to check it all out. Thanks for listening, guys. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate reviews too that's the best way for new folks to find our show 
You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. How old are you, 39? God damn it. (laughs) That was perfect.